as life goes on, I'm starting to learn more and more about responsibility. And I realize that everything I do is affecting the people around me. So I want to take this time out to apologize for things that I've done and things that haven't occurred yet. If I can apologize for being wrong, then it's just a shame on me. I'll be the reason for your pain, and you can put the blame on me. You can put the blame on me. You Welcome to Underemployed. This is co-host, producer, editor, uh, lover, I guess, Jack Selby. So I had explained on the Q&A episode that we had recorded the Q&A on Thursday, only to find out that through my uh, uh, screw-ups, the episode didn't come out properly. It sounded terrible, it sounded like it was underwater, but I also said that even though we re-recorded, I wanted to at least throw together some best-ofs that we wanted to kind of put out some of what we had done, because, you know, hey, we make a good fucking podcast, and we wanted to give y'all some extra bonus content so what you're about to hear is about uh you know about 16 minutes 17 minutes or so of just bonus stuff from that q a some of its questions that we scrapped from the episode that aired some of it is some of the same questions that got asked but then we actually had different answers from the day before you know david's got a couple jokes in there that i wanted to make sure i included i got a couple one-liners that i wanted to make sure i include so you know you might periodically hear me again interrupt just to explain the context of a clip briefly but overall this is sort of just a, a little bonus throw together for all the loyal underemployed fans all 25 of you but we i just wanted to do this as a little thank you not tip of the cap nod of the head to all y'all out there so enjoy let's get this mother crock Episode 13, unlucky for some, lucky for others. Kurt Warner? Yeah, Kurt Warner, The Undertaker. Uh, that's about it. Uh, but, you know, when you think of underemployed and you think of luck or bad luck, we took bad luck and made it good luck because Dave and I talked and we said, well, we don't got a lot going on right now that we could talk about. You know, we would have been stretching thin for material. So, yes, we would. our solution was... Uh, listener-generated content. That's right. We asked you guys for content that we're not going to reimburse you on in any way, shape, or form so that we can have a full podcast episode. We're back with our second Q&A episode. Well, Jack, we, we are reimbursing them. We're just reimbursing them with... Um, Love. A- exposure, much like an internship uh, reimburses you... Uh, an unpaid internship reimburses you with uh, exposure experience in airports. Yes, this is the equivalent of us asking you to go get us coffee and we're making you pay for the coffee and then we'll politely shake your hand and say thank you for the coffee. Alright, so we're going to start. I actually had one from last Q&A that I forgot to write down in my notes. We didn't get to. So this is from Sam from Oxford, Ohio, who asks... You are offered the sum of $1 billion, $1 billion with a B, to never engage in any type of sex again. Breaking of this rule will result in instant death. Do you take the deal? No. No. I cannot... Try. As someone who was uh, late to the game in that regard, I, I, can't, I can't do that again. I get married. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, also true. I mean, what is a billion dollars if you have no happiness? A billion dollars would be nice, though. Yes, it would. All right. But not, not worth it. Not worth it. Colin from Richmond, speaking of Biggie, describe your life before you first heard Biggie. 
Well, I heard Biggie fairly young, so I, I'll be honest, I don't really remember much of my life before Biggie. That's true. Because I was, a, you know, I was like five, I think, when Hypnotize came out. Would have been right around the time you could be listening to the radio. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Uh, diapers, uh, pre-mixed, like, food, you know, baby food, and... Uh, Crying and crawling. And uh, oncology wounds. Yeah. R.I.P. Biggie, although I still have issue with his second album beginning with him surviving a self-inflicted gunshot wound at the end of his first album, that's besides the point. This next clip is from the Manscaping Tips question that you heard on the Q&A. But you do not engage in it. No, because I'm prone to ingrown hairs. Ah. I mean, those are an issue, but I would also say you are prone to many outgrown hairs, so I would have considered it. So, you know, there's also that. We, you know, we didn't need to go there. We didn't. I was just, I was referring to your chest hair. And... I, I'm aware. And your arm. Uh, Carly from DC has a few questions for us. If you could interview anyone from your life, living or dead, but not a celebrity, who would it be? Interview anyone in my life? My grandfather. Oh, my dad's side. Uh, um, why is that? He was apparently quite the character. Uh, my dad would say that he, you never knew if he was going to say grace in Latin, uh, English, French, or German. I think maybe for me, my uncle Bill, he, he's worked in media for years. He's written books about touring with you too. Uh, I always love picking his brain about some of the stories he's got about musicians. He's got a story about Diddy trying to pitch him on a show that Diddy wanted increasingly less involvement in. I don't got that kind of time. And it was just, the way he tells stories are so great. And so I would love to be able to interview him and just pick his brain for a lot of time. What's the most epic way you've seen someone quit or be fired? Um, I don't have any that come to mind, so I'm, I, I struggled with this one. Well, most of my, most of my work experience is restaurant industry. So, um, people tend not to sort of have epic right. quits. It's more just blow-ups. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I, 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 I'm genuinely struggling to think of one. Yeah, this is a really um, good question. We just unfortunately don't have the experience to maybe give great answers. Yeah, I mean, I would say the, um, the best one that I know of is uh, the... The one of the one of the managers and the beer buyer at the place that I currently work, probably like four or five years ago, when he got fired, yanked all the collars, yanked all the, like the identifying collars off of kegs, and took them with him, just, just cause, and unhooked like all of the beers, which sixty six beers, it's like that's a lot of stuff, so they had so, so the. Uh, they had to go through the inv- they had to go through like the written inventory and like tap stuff with a hand pump to try and be like oh this is this and this is this and this is this. Well, if you take one down, pass it around, then you get sixty five bottles of beer and you would sort of expedite the process a little bit. Yeah, you know that's you're not wrong. What do you think could be done to improve the media? My initial response would be to hire the both of us because we know what the fuck we're doing. Bingo. Yeah. Answer number one. I think the biggest thing that needs to be done uh, is actually less media. The 24-hour news cycle has effectively killed any semblance of uh, conversation and rationality in news discourse. And, you know, this goes on both sides, CNN and Fox News. You know, I mean, it, for people who think CNN is that far left here. Yeah. MSNBC. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. MSNBC is not even that far left. Oh, yeah. I've got. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, the idea of the 24-hour news cycle, that there always is something, you know, 
CNN will, you know, or Fox will be like, breaking! Yeah, breaking, CNN breaking. is the worst. Not every story can break. All, like, stories don't break all the time. CNN is, notoriously, CNN is notoriously the worst at having their breaking news banner for shit that is so unimportant. It is, like, it, they have it up five times a day. Like, it, you, can, you, you need this, it once a month. This, this concern with being first or being the most visible with news for ratings is... Horrible. Well, that's unfortunately. You, you saw this with the, um, the 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 Supreme Court decision on the individual mandate. Three different places got it wrong because mm -hmm. they were all in a rush to be the first to break the story. To me, that's unfortunately a byproduct of Twitter, which was so is always been so uh, concerned about getting it first, and then there's no accountability for if they don't get it right because they don't have a name attached to them. It's just a bunch of individuals. So I think that's more of like, I, I would always get mad at people on Twitter who would get mad at news organizations for not having the news on their screen confirmed because they're, con you know, checking with their sources. But then they would also criticize when a news organization got the story wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have it, you can't have it both ways. You gotta... That's, that's another good point. Like, there is certainly a importance to getting things right and the fact that in this day and age it feels like there is no repercussion for getting something wrong there is no there is no repercussion for lying yeah and it sort of just i i always just wish i'm okay with people being wrong but i think my thing has always been i just want people to own up to their own mistakes that's all i ask of people that includes you that includes me then and we both do that so let's just you know, let's work as a people to sort of just own up and sort of work to be better. If there's any message we can get from this podcast. And that's, you are so much more sunshine and daisies in, about life than I am. <laughs> well, maybe you should manscape. Maybe it'll give you a new perspective on life. Uh, you know, it probably would. All right. So follow up, well, not a follow up, but another question. Are oranges hand fruits? I fought this question tooth and nail. I did not, I, to me, it wasn't worth asking, but... It was insisted on being yes, asked. Yes, it's absolutely a hand fruit. Thank you. End of discussion. There's no reason it's not a hand fruit. Okay, good. <laughs> People think it's not a hand fruit? What she didn't think it was in a hand fruit. This, this person in particular didn't think it was a hand fruit. And I said, I wasn't aware this was a discussion worth having. It would be like asking, what's four plus six? It's probably still ten, last time I checked. Fine, I'll answer your stupid-ass question. Like, I, I could understand you could, I could understand you not calling a pine... Uh, like, I could see you saying, like, a pineapple's not a hand fruit. Sure. Or a pomegranate. Well, I mean, a pomegranate, you take part with your hands. But it's an orange! I can, yeah, an, I can an juggle orange, them! An orange, an apple, a banana, yeah. a pear... Yeah. Cherries, those just, are hand fruits. Just because you peel it doesn't mean... Like, a banana is still a hand... Anyway, yeah, that was a stupid question. Stupid uh, question. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Katie from Charlottesville. Why have we fallen so far from the glory of God? Oh, that's a really good question, Katie. Um, um, well... We all live sinful lives. I mean, that probably doesn't because help. Because the Catholic Church has, for the longest time, been do as we say, not as we do. Sure, I mean... And it's People easier. get tired of the hypocrisy of institutions. No institution is perfect. Uh, and quite frankly, the glory of God, who's God? The God. How great is our God? Cue the music. Thank you. Um, no, don't, don't cue the music. Fine. Because every, like, every continent has their own, you know, every continent, every culture has their view of God. There's no one correct answer as to what God is. Uh, I was well. I was going to answer probably when uh, non-white males were allowed to vote, but I think your answer is probably more on the nose. Um, so thank you, Katie, for that question. Um, well, you know, yeah. I mean, if you ask the if you ask the Virginia GOP or the Texas GOP, and the, the the day that 
the day that women and colored folk were allowed to vote is the worst incident in this country's history. Oh, any day I get to make an Eminem show drop is a good one. This snippet is from when we asked the question of which of us would resort to cannibalism first. If you were having an optical illusion about me, like an old Looney Tunes cartoon, about what food I would be on a desert island, which one would I be? Fried chicken. Okay, that's a good guess. I was going to say, I'll say, uh, hmm. I'd probably envision you as a steak. Mostly kind of the T-bone part of the steak, but a steak. For the record, I still don't quite know what I meant when I called David the T-bone part of the steak, but whatever. This next question was from Ellen from DC. It's one of the ones we scrapped. What was a time when your first impression of something was totally wrong, and what was a time when it was totally right on? Um, that's, wow. Yeah. That's another one. That's another that's a good question. Thank you, Ellen. Yeah. I, so I'll say for the time I was wrong, kind of on a sports level, they changed the home run derby format. People who listen to the show know I love the derby. They changed the format four years ago to where it was a timed event, and I, being someone who loved it, was initially scoffing, going, this is a terrible idea, it'll ruin the... And I could not have been more wrong. It's quick. It, it goes by quicker. There are more home runs. There's more excitement. People love it. It's, it's been fun. So I was completely wrong about that one. I've had a few that I was right about, but to me they're not that significant, either sports-wise or anything. My, I mean, I, I don't know, I, because of my work experience and life experience, I, I would say that I am slow to judge, I try to be slow to judge. I will make sort of you know, off-the-cuff quippy comments about stuff all the time. Yeah, like, and that, that comes with, the t we, I did that work too, it's the same sort of, you know. I, I try to be slow to judge, you know, I, I'm not always good at it or about it. But um, I would say the thing that I was sort of the most skeptical about or didn't have the, the best first impression of when I started in it but ended up, you know, being totally wrong in my feelings was my experience with AmeriCorps. When I first started, I figured that, like, this is something where I am going to be, um, you know, I'm not going to feel challenged. It's going to be like, oh, this is just, we go in and we paint a bunch of, paint, paint a bunch of murals and then we sort of, you know, call it a day from there. Uh, and it was not. It was it was uh, an emotionally draining, physically exhausting, uh, mentally challenging thing. Like I, I worked as hard in those two years that as I have on anything in my entire life. Um, now the thing where I was, I had a bad first impression of it, or I had a first impression of it that ended up being totally right. Um, hmm. Meme rap. Meme rappers. <laughs> My first impression was like, well, these guys are all idiots, and they're all, and half of them are going to end up dead, and they're either dead or irrelevant. A lot of them. Yeah. XXX Stan Stancian. Uh, you know, I would say RIP, but he was a scumbag. Um, yeah, nope. I hope about uh, the moo, the moo lady. What is it? The song? Doja Cat. Doja Cat. I, I appreciate, I appreciate her work. <laughs> The, art, the artistry there. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. You know what's funny? In our personal lives, I didn't meet Bethany for a very long time. It became a running joke between us. But my impression... She, she insisted that you weren't real. Yeah, because I was this mythical figure. and um, But I remember thinking instinctively that she just... from. From what you had said and from what I could gather, just seemed like an incredibly kind person. And when I met her, just even blew away those expectations, like the kindest, sweetest soul you'll meet. So on a personal level, that's one where I was I felt like I was completely right on, where I felt that this would be someone who 
was the right person, and she was clearly the right person. So on that level, I'll say that. That was one I was right on. Uh, Mikey from New York. Is Joe Flacco elite? Yes. Uh, Just to say he's not. Thank you. Brandon from he's still got He's still got the best long ball in the NFL. And a ring. And memories. And handsome man. Trent, Trent Dilfer's got a ring. Uh, okay. Disney now acknowledges that Trent Dilfer sucks. Yeah, there's no need to compare Joe Flacco and his eliteness to Trent Dilfer and his baldness. This clip is from a question that we did ask on the Q&A, but this is just another good example of David knowing how to make me laugh. Brandon from Arlington. Biggest challenge you faced on your weight loss journey? Uh, Getting a hold of Dr. Nick for me. That guy is so hard to nail down. It, but, you know, once I, once, I got, once I got with him, it, it took one meeting, and I was right on my way from my window to weight gain. Well, and also, I mean, it's hard to get those doctors from upstairs medical school. So, I mean, they're, they're kind of high on the totem pole. So I get that. They really are. What can I do to speed the whole thing up, doctor? Uh, be creative. Instead of making sandwiches with bread, use Pop-Tarts. Instead of chewing gum, chew bacon. You could brush your teeth with milkshakes. Hey, did you go to Hollywood Upstairs Medical College too? Favorite healthy snack food? Mm, I'm not a huge vegetable guy, but I like celery. Oh, oh man, I love vegetables. Uh... Like celery, if you put it out with a with a dip, uh, or carrots are okay. Grapes, I really like. Um, I do like fruit, so grapes. I will do a like a, a serving sized bowl of carrots, celery, bell peppers, cucumbers. Uh, occasionally, you know, cut up an apple and toss that in there. Some basil, some salt, some pepper. Uh, a little bit of goat cheese, and then uh, a light vinaigrette of some sort, and then just have that as like a snack. Avocado, if I've got it. Ugh. Uh, full disclosure, I'm uh, not a fan of the avocado or the guac. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Favorite unhealthy snack food? Oh boy. Triscuits, or... I don't even consider Triscuits that unhealthy. Yeah, they're not that bad. They're very salty, though. Um, Cheez-Its. Yeah, eat fewer of them. Cheez-Its are great. Uh... Uh, there's so many that I just kind of don't... Bagels. Yeah, bagels are very unhealthy. A bagel with... Cream like, cheese. If you can get me a Nova, like a, a Nova bagel, oh man, I will... I will demolish a Nova bagel. You could put a bagel in me and then just put an IV of cream cheese into my forearm and that would yep. that'd be okay for the rest of my life. Yep. Also, shout out to uh, Gummy Worms. Those are magnifique, as the Germans would say. Uh, this clip is from a question that did get asked on the original Q&A of what trends we find confusing from the younger generation, but we got into something on this that we didn't get into on the redo. So I would say confusing trend from the next generation. Um, maybe it's the clothing style. I was going to say clothing styles, but I also grew up in the baggy clothes era, which is just as bad. So Yeah, you grew up, you grew up in the era where uh, Jameer Nelson, who's like... 5'10", wears the same size shorts as Shaq, who's 7'4". Yeah. Uh, that's, by the way, funny that my dad and I were talking about Jameer Nelson last night and that he got mentioned today on the podcast. That's just funny. Um, but, yeah, the baggy shorts, which uh, I... Also, you have to understand, I was fat for the baggy clothes era. I appreciated the baggy clothes era. And as a kid who loved, loved, loved sports history, people wearing throwback jerseys was really fucking cool. So I appreciated it. But I also understand, looking back... It looks a little ridiculous to see grown 30-year-old men wearing 5XL 
Uh, you know, tall tees with a uh, with a Dominique Wilkins throwback over it. It's like, okay, this is a little too much. And of course, the best all-time throwback jersey is the Shaq blue Orlando Magic jersey with the white pinstripes. This is the last little question we have. It's an alternate take we have from the question of what do we think of tattoos? I'm cool with tattoos, but they're not for me personally. Like, I, I have no... They're, like, they're, there's a 0% chance I think I'll ever get a tattoo. That's just not for me. If I did, it would be a tramp stamp that would say this space for rent with an arrow pointing down. But that's not going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> La- Begin Road. So yeah, that does it for this bonus episode. Appreciate y'all for listening from the corrections department of the main episode. OJ Simpson was, of course, charged with a double manslaughter slash murder and not a homicide. That's on me. David claimed that the chase and the events of the day happened on June 4th. They were happened on June 17th. And Lou Bega is alive. <laughs> Who knew? So anyway, thanks again for listening. We will be back in a couple weeks. We might have something very special lined up for y'all with that episode. And until then, uh, tell your friends about this podcast so David and I can monetize and make money off it. Yeah. Word up. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. A little bit of Mary all night long. A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man